0: Hello, praise the Lord. I um, wanted to just come and give you the word of the Lord about his bride and the Lord just put it to my spirit that he says, I want my bride to be ready. I want my bride to be ready. The Lord is going to make sure that the church is prepared and I'm going to share a dream from the Lord with you and get into the word of God in the scriptures to just share the heart of God with you. Uh, so let me just tell you what I saw in the spirit in my sleep and the Lord granted me with a, a dream and I was watching in this dream So I was acting as a watchman of the Lord and I saw two women one uh, Woman was inside of a waiting area. The other woman was on the outside and there was a glass door between them And I knew that these two women actually were recognizable because I knew them from a sitcom that is about 20 years old it Hasn't been on television in about 20 years both of these women, which is so significant Each of them was wearing a white gown and the texture of the gowns were the same. They were very lustrous. They were silky. They were made of fine, um, not linen, but just uh, fine material. It was very luxurious material. And I recognized that they were preparing for the bridegroom. And the woman who was on the inside in the waiting room, her name is Gina and Gina means queen. So Gina in this dream represents the bride of Christ. And she is in white, which represents purity, uh, the the virgin purity that the Lord has for us uh, as those who have been redeemed by the blood, the washing of the blood of the lamb. And so interesting was the woman on the outside of the glass door was rushing, trying to get into the waiting room. So Gina was waiting. She was prepared. She was alert and she was in a position to meet the bridegroom. She was in the waiting room. However, this person on the outside of the glass door, she could see into the waiting room, but she could not get in. And she said something so important. She said, don't you know what day it is? don't you know what day it is she she had the urgency of the hour and she was wanting so desperately to get on the inside and she made an announcement to anyone who would listen don't you know what day it is and what i knew by the spirit the holy spirit was ministering to me is that it was the anniversary of her sanctification it was a day that was commemorating the moment when she got married to the bridegroom so this represents a person who's been saved. They've come to Christ. And the moment that they were recognizing was a moment of their uh, uh, where their sanctification was being recognized. It was a celebration, but this celebration involved the bridegroom coming. It was a day like no other day. In fact, in my notes, I wrote that down, that this was a day like no other day. The spirit of the Lord was ministering to me. And so the Spirit of God was just showing me this is what it's going to be like when Jesus returns. There are going to be some who are in the waiting room prepared. They've got their their purification. They've received from the Holy Spirit. They've been purified by the blood of the Lamb and they are waiting for the Lamb. And then there are going to be some who know Jesus or know of Jesus, but they're not going to be prepared. They're going to be asleep. They're going to come in too late. And I can't just even... Adequately describe to you just how much urgency she had she was running trying to get in but the door was closed And what the Spirit of God had ministered to me about this dream was there was going to be a renewing of the vow When the bridegroom came to all who made it to the meeting all who made it to the wedding He was going to renew his vow to them. This is the second coming of the Lord so another way of looking at when Jesus returns And this is where the Lord led me in the scriptures, and then we're gonna dig into more of the interpretation of this dream. First, Joel 2.15. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation. So there is a congregation that is being consecrated by fasting and sanctified, meaning they're being set apart, they're being removed from the world. That is God's heart for us, that we are being uh, consecrated For him and him alone it says assemble the elders gather the children and nursing babes let the bridegroom go out of his chamber the bride from her dressing room so Gina was in sort of a dressing room situation she was dressed but she was waiting for the time when the bridegroom would come and then she would be uh, announced to go and meet her bridegroom and so there there is a, uh, a time the Lord wants you to to have an appreciation for when he returns And he wants something on the inside of you. He wants your spirit to be awake and available, meaning he wants you to be prepared for his coming. He wants you to be set apart. Your life should be set apart for the Lord. And those are the ones who are going to meet the bridegroom. Now, I don't want to get into any theological arguments. I'm just going to get into Matthew 25, which is where the Lord led me next. And there's so many parallels here. I'm going to go through this with you. Uh, as I share what the Lord spoke to me in this dream and how it uh, matches up with what we find in the verses of scripture here. It says, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. So initially all of us, when we come to Christ, we're all going to the bridegroom. That's the initial call of God. But watch what happens in verse two of Matthew 25. It says, now five of them, half of them were wise five half were foolish those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them what does this mean imagine yourself as a light imagine yourself as a lamp you need oil on the inside of you you need the Spirit of God operating in your life. And there are some who with their mouth say that they love God, but their hearts are far from him. This was the issue and continues to be the issue that the father has with the people of Israel who say they are children of Abraham. But the Lord says that he could raise up children of Abraham wherever, however he wants. And so it's not about being in the bloodline in the natural. It's about being in the bloodline in the spirit. So having your heart sold out for God, that is his desire. So the foolish brides are those, the foolish virgins, I should say, are those who know they need Jesus. They know Jesus is the only way to salvation, but they've not given him their heart. They're not walking with God. They're not sold out. They're not allowing the Holy Spirit to take control of their lives. And so they take no oil with them. They're living their lives outside of the spirit of God. They're living their lives in the flesh. The Bible says that when we're carnally minded that we die, and so when we're spiritually minded, we have life and peace. And so death comes to those who even know who Jesus is, but do not live by the Spirit. So the encouragement is for the bride to be ready. We're going to talk about how God wants us to be ready. Verse 4, but the wise took oil in their vessels, that you, with their lamps. But while the bridegroom delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So there's a rest in God for all of us. But the bridegroom, Jesus, he has not yet come back. And so in the interim, from the time of his resurrection until the time of his second coming, we have rest in God. But there's two types of rest. You can have rest by the spirit or you can find rest in the world. And the foolish bride, the foolish virgins are those who are going to find their rest in doing the things that the world is doing. They don't have oil in their lamps while all of us are sleeping and slumbering and getting rest. Some of us are doing so still full of the spirit, and that's God's call on your life, to be full of his spirit, glory to the Lord. And it says at midnight, meaning in the middle of the night, meaning when no one is awake in the natural sense, that's when the Lord is going to come. It's when the whole world is gonna be surprised. But those who are full of the Holy Ghost will know when he's coming. I'm telling you this by the spirit. He says, The cry was heard. Behold, come and see. The bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. That's the call to all the virgins. Now watch what happens. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. All of them. All ten virgins. They got up and they began to get ready to turn their lights on so that they can go out into the darkness and be seen by the bridegroom. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. This is the issue. We have to pay a price for the oil. We have, to, they're asking, give me the oil you paid for so that I can be prepared. The Lord wants you to make your salvation sure, your calling and your election. He wants you to live by the spirit of God. He wants you to endure affliction. He wants you to persevere. He wants you to allow the, the world to to afflict you so that you can reign with Him. You cannot be friends with the world and still say you love God. That was John. You cannot love the world and say you love the Lord. So to be prepared, we have to empty ourselves as Jesus did of this world. All for Him. Amen. It says the wise answer to saying no, lest there should not be enough for us and you go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. We bought ours. Now you need to go to those who sell and get your own because if I give you mine, I won't have enough. And so there's each of us who have been given a measure of faith. All of us have been given a measure. And so there's a measure for you that you have to attain by walking with the Lord and seeking the Lord. The Bible says, seek his face continually. That is how God wants you to live your life. That is being prepared. That is having a heart after the Lord. And then it says, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Just like in my dream, the door was shut. Gina, the queen, was on the inside, but the woman on the outside was shut out. And in that sitcom, which is, uh, it's 20-some-odd years old, the woman I recognized who was on the outside of the door, her character in the sitcom was unmarried. But the character, Gina, who is inside in my dream, in the sitcom, she's married. And so there are some people in the body of Christ who think they are married to Jesus, but they are not. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. The prophet wrote, there are those who with their lips, they say they serve me, but their hearts are far from me. It's not what you say. It's who you are. Do you love Jesus? This is the question for all of us daily. Are we loving Jesus? Are we caring for and stewarding his heart in our lives? Are we forsaking sin? Are we forsaking all others? Are we forsaking idols for the Lord? God's gonna make sure his bride is ready. I'm gonna get into that in just a second. But the door is going to be shut to some. And this is where we all need to have the fear of God. We need to understand that it's not by our righteousness that we're going to enter into the kingdom. It's by his righteousness. It's those who abide in him and his word abides in them. Hide his word in your heart so that you will not sin against him. This is the the holiness that God desires for us. Again, the Lord said to me as I, I, I prayed into this dream, I want my bride to be ready. The Lord desires that none would perish. There are many who believe they will make it to the wedding of the bridegroom with their bridegroom, but their hearts are not prepared. I'm gonna say that again, their hearts are not prepared. Is your heart prepared? Don't worry because the Lord's gonna bring things into your life to prepare your heart. It's not about your effort, it's about your agreement and surrender. The Lord desires our heart, not just our testimony that we love him. The word of God says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. That's 1 Peter three fifteen. That means set the Lord apart, make him special, put him on a pedestal in your heart. Your heart is an altar. Make sure you're worshiping the Lord in your heart. The Lord desires we purify ourselves. And what the Lord spoke to me is this. I'm coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And I heard the Lord saying to me that we are arriving into a new season of sanctification. As we enter into 2024, God's going to bring things into uh, the the society that are going to give us great opportunities to choose him over what the world is going to say. The Lord is going to season us with his fire and he's going to make us salty. We're going to taste different in the earth. He's going to change our hearts from stone to flesh. The Lord is zealous for his bride and he wants us to desire no one and no thing above him. I heard the Lord say, be ready for I am coming as a thief in the night. Do not say that I will prepare when he arrives for there will be no warning, says the Lord. Only the father knows the day and the hour. The Lord's impressing upon me his jealousy for you. He desires a bride that is desperately in love with him. He wants a broken bride, a humble bride, a bride who prioritizes him above all else. The Lord is holy and set apart. He is above all. He reigns over the earth and the universe. His name is above all all names and at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. And I hear the Lord saying, can you hear my heartbeat? Can you hear me calling? Do you desire to find me and meet with me? For I am desperate for you to be desperate for me, says the Lord. The Lord says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I am your joy. Endure and reign with me, says the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and set me apart and dine with me. I desire intimacy and obedience. I desire your whole heart, says the Lord. Don't be found on the outside looking in like the Israelites who I saved from bondage but never entered the promised land, says the Lord. God is jealous for his bride. God is jealous for you. He wants you above all others. He doesn't want you to be uh, divided in your allegiance to him. And he will have his bride. He will have your whole heart. That's him. And so you can trust him to do things that cause you Uh, opportunity to fall deeper and deeper in love with him, which means that you're gonna fall uh, out of love with the earth and the world and the things that are seen. The Lord says to us, he says, what? Set your hearts on things above, not things of the earth, not things beneath. How, How does he do that? He brings situations into your life so that you can choose what's unseen over that which is seen. Deuteronomy 6, 5, and 6, and I'll end with this. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray now over every person that watches or reads this, and I declare in the name of the Lord, they will give you their whole heart. I declare the surrender of Jesus, a surrender to the beauty of the Lord over them right now. Have your way, O God. Reign in us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I pray this blesses you. Share this with someone. You can find more of the word of the Lord at faithfireworldwide.com. I recently released a word about the economy and the hot air in the economy and how it's churning and it's burning, but the Lord showed me that there are uh, ideologies that are causing uh, our economy to be propped up and it's not going to last. We've gotta be prepared. So uh, check that out if you've got time. It's called Hot Air Economy. Uh, on faithfireworldwide.com or our YouTube channel, podcast channel, or wherever you're finding us. I praise God for you and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom to you. Until next time. Bye-bye.